You're listening to A Prophet, a collaboration between Sakhlain and Al-Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sakhlain.org support. Before the Prophet reaches Khaybar, the Munafiq hypocrite Abdullah ibn Ubay, he hears that the Muslims are going to Khaybar, he sends a letter to the Jews of Khaybar informing them that Muslims were heading their way. This is how evil he was. He told them, don't let your guard down, take all your money, possessions, belongings inside the fort, prepare to fight. Don't fear Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Greater than all the fighters that they have. You have 10,000 fighters. They have only 1,600. There is no match. And they're not well armed. As you are well armed. So we see this hypocrite munafiq. He gives them a heads up. So when the Jews heard that, they asked the tribe of Ghatafan to support them because they had an alliance with this Mushrik tribe. The Jews promised Ghatafan that if you come to support us against Muslims, we'll give, we'll give you half of the yields of Khaybar, meaning all the fruits, the dates, all the goods that are produced by Khaybar, Khaybar half of it for an entire year we'll give it to you. This was a big, big, big you know, uh, promise to them that would lure them. Big bait for them. So Ghatafan mobilizes 4,000 fighters and they go to Khaybar. So now you had 10,000 fighters from the Jews. And how many from Ghatafan? 4,000. You have now 14,000. And the Muslims are what? Only 1,600. And a lot of them are probably weak soldiers. You know, not every one of the 1,600 were warriors like Imam Ali salam. The Prophet sends a message to Ghatafan when he hears that they're making an alliance with the, with the Khaybaris, the Prophet tells them, do not support those in Khaybar. And the Prophet told them, they promised you to give you half of the goods of Khaybar, I'll give them to you. Allah has promised Khaybar to me. Soon Khaybar will be in my own hands. I'll give that to you. So even that incentive, the Prophet didn't eliminate it. He just told them, deal with me instead of dealing with them. Why are you dealing with them? They did not listen. They did not listen, unfortunately. Now, we have two reports of what happened. One version states, as they were heading to Khaybar, their hearts with fear, this tribe of Ghatafan. They heard noises behind them. And they even heard someone calling, your families, your families. Meaning they're about to be attacked, right? This frightened them. This struck terror in their hearts. So they thought that the Muslims had attacked their villages and attacked their families, so they just went back. And that's how the Muslims avoided a confrontation with them. Some of them even recognized that this was, this was a cry from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One of the Ghatafanis, he said, look, nobody was calling, nobody was shouting, this must be from God. He is indeed a prophet, let's take him seriously. That's the first version. The second version tells us that the leader of Ghatafan, his name was Uyayna ibn Hassan. He arrived at Khaybar actually with 4,000 
soldiers about three days before the Prophet arrived. They settled in one of the forts of Khaybar. When the Prophet reaches there and he realized that Ghatafan are there, he sends Sa'd ibn Ubadah to negotiate with the Ghatafanis. Sa'd came to the fort and he said, I want to speak to Uyayna ibn Hus. He's the leader of the Ghatafan tribe. Let me speak to him. Now Uyayna wanted to let him inside the fort so they can negotiate. But Marhab, the Jewish man who was in charge of the fort, he refused. We told him, why are you letting him in? Because if you let him in, he's going to inspect the fort. He will know where our weak spots are. And then he will tell the Muslims, don't let him in. Uyayna says, that's exactly why I want him to come. I want him to come and see the powerful fort, the towers, the armor that we have, and that will put terror in the heart of the Muslims. When they see what's inside the fort, they're like, we're no match. Marhab says, no, that's, that doesn't fly with me. No Muslim is entering the fort. I don't trust these guys. So he blocked him from allowing Sa'd ibn Ubadah to enter the fort. So Uyayna tells Sa'd, you're not allowed to enter the fort. I will negotiate with you outside the fort. So when they're talking, Sa'd tells Uyayna, he told him, Inna Rasulullah the Prophet has sent me to you. And I have a message to you. Allah has promised his Prophet Khaybar. Don't get involved in this war. Why? You're going to lose. And if we achieve victory over Khaybar, we'll give you all of the yields of Khaybar for a year. All the products of Khaybar, the crops, for a year we'll give them to you. Take your 4,000 men and leave. He refused. He says, no, we're not going to betray them. We have an alliance with them. And then he told them, look, you think you stand a chance against the Jews of Khaybar? Do you, don't you see the forts that they have? Don't you know they have so many men who fight? Don't you know they have the best of weapons and armor? Believe me, Sa'd, if you try to fight them, you will be obliterated. <laughs> SubhanAllah, look at how history unfolded. So I don't even advise you to fight them. And then he tells him, I swear by God, they're not like Quraysh. Quraysh are nothing compared to these guys. Maybe you guys, victory over Quraysh, these guys are not to mess with. In any case, he refused the offer to leave the fort. Sa'd returned to the Prophet and he told the Prophet he refused. He's not willing to take 4,000 of his men out of this fort. Later that night, the hadith states, is when they heard a divine call saying, your families, your families, you know, ahlakum, ahlakum, or ahlikum, ahlikum. They got so frightened in the middle of the night, they just left the fort and they went back to their villages. And that's how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala warded them off and removed them from the way of Muslims. In any case, both versions agree that there was a divine call that basically drove them out of Khaybar. Now, did that happen before they arrived Khaybar, as version 1 states? Or when they actually settled in Khaybar for three days? Maybe there is some uncertainty there. But we do know that they left Khaybar. So now the Prophet had to deal with the Khaybar only. So how do you get to the fort now? These forts were very strong. You could not drive a hole in them because they were so thick and fortified. And they had all these towers on the forts any enemy who would come, they'd easily shoot him. 
catapult stones on him, arrows on him. No one in the history of Arabia had ever achieved victory over the Khaybaris. Very strong fort system. So now, the Muslims are trying to figure out how do they enter the fort area. Our hadiths indicate that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that night, He miraculously let the Prophet and the Muslims secretly reach the fort, such that the Jews did not even sense it. None of the men that they had, those on the towers, those who were watching, none of them felt the, mo the motion of the Muslims. And this was the barakah of Rasulullah Just like he left his house in Mecca, the night of his assassination, when he asked Imam Ali to sleep in his bed, there were 40 mushriks with their swords around the house. How did the Prophet leave? Does anyone remember? He took a handful of sand, and he threw the sand on them, and he recited which verse? They were blinded, the Prophet left, no one could see him. This was the miracle of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A similar situation happened here. And you know, 1,600 people who are walking, you notice that, like the movements. But that night, Allah blinded them and deafened the Jews. They really didn't sense the Muslims. So in the morning, when the farmers you know, left the forts coming to their agriculture, suddenly they saw 1,600 Muslims right outside the fort area. So they really started to panic. That was the first moment when the Jews really started to panic. How did they reach here? How could we not see them? They are by the wall of the fort. How did they get in so discreetly? So they quickly fastened the gates and, uh, you know, they held an immediate council to see how to deal with the Muslim threat. The Jews of Khaybar never thought that the Prophet would actually siege them. You know, as we said, they considered themselves very strong. So when they felt that the Prophet was there, he got to Khaybar all the way from Medina, they were in utter shock. And so they began to chant, yell, Muhammad sieges us, Yaghzuna Muhammad, never, never, we'll never let that happen. And even as we said, the Jews of Medina, they ridiculed Muslims, <coughs> you know, for having uh, the, the courage to even go to Khaybar. And they told them that, you know, when you go to Khaybar and you'll see the strong forts, never in your life have you seen such forts. A lot of the forts are elevated. Um, recently, my cousin, he went to Umrah, I think, last year, and he went to Khaybar. Khaybar, by the way, has been opened for, for tourists. You can actually go to Khaybar and see the fort. So he, as soon as he went there, he sent me pictures. You actually have to climb to get to Khaybar. Uh, even though a lot of the fort has been ruined throughout history, but a good chunk of it still remains. He said, I went inside, you know, I saw the rooms, the forts. The, the huge gates, you can still see remnants of that. So it's an ele elevated place such that when you stand on it, it's like a hill overlooking the surrounding farmlands. And he said, until today, you have a lot of those farmlands, subhanAllah. So from the picture, I could see all those palm trees in the distance. It's a beautiful place, by the way. It's not really a desert. It's an oasis of farmlands and palm trees. Have, have you been there?
Yeah, so if you go to Umrah and they still allow you to go to Khaybar, I recommend you know, going to these sites and seeing them. Just to witness what happened. And inshallah later when we discuss what the commander of the faithful did, you'll realize the power of this Imam. So the Jews of Medina, they, they made fun of Muslims. You know, Are you guys serious? You think you're going to enter Khaybar without putting a fight? Without losing all of your men? But this was the plan of Allah. So the Prophet reaches Khaybar. Inshallah in our next class, we'll examine how the war ensued and how is it that the Muslims entered the fort.